Today's program is furnished by Speak the Word Ministries. Only your body dies, your spirit never dies. It has not ended, you don't die. No matter where you go, your spirit lives forever. We just want to make sure that it lives where it needs to be living. Speak the Word. It's time to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to teach God's Word and encourage the body of believers. Speak the Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now here's Pastor Joe continuing her message titled, Jesus Has Disarmed Satan and His Demons. Speak the word. Saints, speaking faith is a power that gives us the victory. It is how you will overcome evil, and you need to recognize the gift that has been given to you. We have been given that gift. Every good thing that is ours, that belongs to us, is in our identification with Christ Jesus. The word says in uh, Philemon, in chapter 1, in the Amplified Bible, Paul said, I pray that the participation in and sharing of your faith may produce and promote full recognition and an appreciation and understanding and precise knowledge of every good thing that is ours in our identification with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. In other words, it's through our faith that we're able to receive these things from God. And faith is simply acting as what God's Word says is true. And I, I remembered years ago that I was talking to this person that was a Christian, and she was with her mother, and um, her father is gone, but home to be with the Lord many, many years ago, but he was a pastor. And I was talking to her, and I was explaining something to her, and, and she was telling me, she said, that's, that's uh, uh, no, she said, that's not right. She said, because that's not, not what my daddy said. And so I, I said, well, I, I can't help that, but that's what the Word says. You know, she says, I know. She says, Mama, that's not what Daddy taught, is it? And, and so my point is, I, I mean, I didn't take it any further because, you know, people, you know, seeds get planted and things, you know. I mean, I've, I've been guilty of maybe receiving some things that wasn't true, and later the Lord gave me a revelation saying, Joe, that's not right. You know, you go, go look at my Word. That's not right. And that's what we need to do. That's what they did in the book of Acts. Anytime they were preaching, they'd go home and search the scriptures to make sure that what's being taught is what they were teaching. And so I, I said, you know, it's like I was telling them, you know, some people will believe what their pastor or daddy or sister or whatever said above the word of God. And it's like I was telling them, some people don't let the word get in their way of what they believe. And so... Well, you have to believe the you have to believe the word of God, and I've shared this with you. Uh, I don't know if I've shared it here or not, but I know I've shared it in the past. This was an example of the Lord had given me. He said, "Joe, think of it this way." When we were talking about the other, he said, "Think of it as priming a pump." He, and uh, and I know that some of you probably never primed a pump in your lives. I have because when I was growing up on the farm as a kid, we didn't have running water. So sometimes my mom would send me out to get a bucket of water. We also had a big well out there where you could, you know, uh, draw the water out. And I, if I was the first one to go get the water that day, I'd have to prime the pump before I could get any water out of it. And so 
in order to prime the pump, you always had to have a little bit of water to pour into the pump in order to prime it. And so then I'd start working, the, I'd, pour, I'd begin to pour a little bit of the water in the pump the whole time I'm pumping. I'm pouring and I'm pumping, and then I start working the pump handle up and down, up and down, while I'm pouring the water in. And after doing this for a while, the water would begin to flow slowly at first. It would come slowly at first into my bucket. But then the more I pumped and the harder I pumped, the more water I'd get. And there seemed to be an endless flow of water. In other words, there was no limit to the water because it was coming from the earth, the well. So I could just stood there and just pump water and fill up buckets all day long because it was just an endless flow of it. And I want you to know that when you begin to recognize what you already have in Christ Jesus and that you begin to thank him and praise him and acknowledge him, that you'll have an endless flow of everything that God has promised you. There'll be an endless flow. My point is this. Everything we need is already inside of us. It's just like the water that was in the well that I was trying to bring up. It just needed a little priming to get it started on the surface. That's the reason why, brothers and sisters, praise and worship is so important. And I cannot say this enough. So many people miss this part of the service. And so they miss out on some of the most important parts of worship because that is coming into the presence of the Lord. It's coming into His presence with thanksgiving. It's laying a foundation and preparing your hearts, preparing the soil, because God likens your heart into the soil. So when you're in there and you're enjoying the praise and worship, you're preparing the foundation, laying the foundation, preparing your heart to hear the Word of God. You're getting yourself ready for it. In Psalms 95, 2, it says, Let us make a joyful noise to Him in song. And, and this is also why we're praying in the Spirit is so important. I have listed three points that I call the three P's or the three steps in bringing what you need from your spirit into the natural realm. I realize there are other ways. This is not all of them, but I've listed some that I've used some. I believe they'll give you a better understanding on how to get what God has put in you to flow out of you like streams of living water. Because that's what the Lord talks about, that it shall flow like real streams of living water. In John 7, verse 38, New Living Bible says, Anyone who believes in me may come and drink, for the scriptures declare, rivers of living waters will flow from your heart. Praise the Lord. And I'm praying that the Lord has anointed your ears, your spiritual ears, to understand what he's saying. In Matthew 13, 19, in New King James, it says, When anyone hears the word of God, the word of the kingdom, and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes immediately and snatches away what was sown in the heart. And there is so much in the scripture that I don't have time to teach on right now. But I want to tell you, because a lot of people are wondering, you know, there are scriptures that says, I've hidden thy word in my heart so that unless I sin against thee. And then his other scripture says that he has come and taken the word. And so you're wondering how can Satan take the word out of your heart? And I don't have time to preach on that, but one day I will. But one of the main reasons he, ways he can steal it is by not getting an understanding of the word. If you can understand the word, then he can't steal it. P number one, prayer. Ask. And when you pray, be specific with your request. Find God's promise pertaining to your request in His Word about what you're asking Him for, and then pray in accordance with that Word. 
But always, always pray God's word. He answers his word. In other words, if it's healing that you need, find all the scriptures on healing that you can find. If you need a financial breakthrough, the same thing holds true. Actually, you only need one verse. You don't need a lot. Or you can get as many scriptures as you want to to back up what you're asking him for. If you can just get one scripture and meditate on that that backs up what you're asking him for, it works. It works. When I was praying and trusting the Lord to be debt-free, I would confess scriptures like, Lord, I thank you that I owe no man nothing but the debt of love. For it says in Romans 13, 8, in New Living Bible says, Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. And I thank you, Lord, that I'm worthy of my hire. Praise to God. And in 1 Timothy 5, 18, says, Those who work deserve their pay. At the time, I was working and not getting paid. I was a volunteer. So that might require just a little more faith if you don't have a job or you work and you don't get paid. But you have to understand that my job wouldn't be my source anyway. God is always my source. He's always your source. And so he's going to get you, if you trust him to take care of you, he's going to get to you. I never lack for anything. I still don't lack for anything because I know that he's my source and as long as I strive to be a good steward over what he's trusted me with and trusted it to me, then he's going to continue to meet that. As long as it's your heart, he's looking at your heart. You've got the generous heart, generous spirit, and you can continue to sow seeds and continue to give and you don't think about what you're doing except that this is what the, you know, you know this is what God wants you to do. Then out of nowhere, the Lord just, it, it, it's not out of nowhere, but it seems like it's out of nowhere. He just, starts pouring things in you. I mean, he's had, I, I've gone out of my mailbox years ago before I came to Virginia Beach and I would need something and there, there would be uh, something in my mailbox, exactly what I needed, you know. So it's really awesome. So like I said, it's, you say, well, it's easier you can believe to, for things if you already have a job, but I did have a job. I was working for the kingdom and I figured my father owns it all. He says he owns all the silver and gold, you know, cattle on a thousand hills. And if I need anything, my father's going to make sure I got it. And he still does. That nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Anything would change, it'd be because I changed. If I changed my way of thinking and decided he wasn't my source anymore, that maybe even my partners or whatever were my source, which I really appreciate my partners and donors because they help get the word out to more people and, and further away places. And I really appreciate that. But... You're part of the kingdom, and I'm sure that you're sowing into good soil, and, and so God is, is blessing you, because I want you to say this. I know a lot of people say it's not true, but I know it's true for me, and David knows it's true, that we get a lot of donations online. I pray over them personally. I know they get an automatic thank you, but I personally pray over them, and every letter that comes in that he brings home, I lay my hands on them, and I pray over them if there's any sickness in those letters, if there's any needs in those letters. Some of them send donations. Maybe some of them just got a prayer request. But I pray over them personally. You know, if you, you pray over them and ask God to bless them, I speak healing into their bodies, peace into their homes, finances, you know, that God will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on them. They won't have the room to contain it all if they're, if they're in lack and need help. But you can, you can do that. It might get to the point one day where I may not be able to do that, but I think that you can always pray. You might not be able to personally lay your hands on them, but you can, you can pray over everything that you get. 
You can just continue to pray and thank God for it. Romans 13, 8, New Living Bible says, Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. And I thank you, Lord, that I'm worthy of my hire. And 1 Timothy 5, 18 said, Those who work deserve their pay. And like I said, at the time, I'm going backwards that I was volunteer. So, of course, in the natural, this looked like an impossibility, but we know that all things are possible with God, right? We say that. Matthew 19, 26 in the New Living Bible, Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but with God, everything is possible. Hallelujah. Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with our Father. Thank you, Jesus. Humanly speaking, it was impossible for me to have the resources that I needed when I wasn't getting paid, humanly speaking. But God knows, I know He's my source. He already knows it. But I have to acknowledge that and, and really know that in my spirit. In John 16, 23, in the New King James, it said, And in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it. And whatever you ask for in prayer, having faith, he says you will receive it. And P number two, proclamation. Say it. I cannot express this strong enough, brothers and sisters. You have to open your mouth. You have to say it. You have to speak it. The power is in the words coming out of your mouth, just like the bullets are in the power that's in the gun. The words in your mouth are very harmless and do no good as long as you're thinking about them. You have actually got to open your mouth and say something. That's where the power is. The power is in God's Word because He is His Word. He is His Word. The message, the Word, is very close at hand. It's in your lips and in your heart. Praise the Lord. Saints, you have the power of life and death both in your tongue. In closing, let me say this. What we speak, we believe. And what we believe causes us to act and make decisions. What we speak is what we believe. The lady that I was talking to that time about the Bible, she believed what she was saying. It wasn't true. Even though she was sincere about it, she was sincerely wrong. You can be sincere about a lot of things and be sincerely wrong. But it is what we speak we believe. What we believe causes us to act and make decisions. That's what happened with the woman in Mark 5 with the issue of blood. In Mark 5, verse 28, says, For she kept saying, If I only touch his garments, I shall be restored to health. And Jesus' garment was a point of contact for her. But I like the fact that, and notice that she kept saying this. The Bible says she kept saying it. She didn't stop saying it. She kept saying this. She was making her way through the crowd to get to Jesus, and when she touched him, what happened when she connected? She connected. You know, it, it's like a, a light, uh, just think of a cord or something. You can get all around it or something and do this, but until you actually make connection, there's no power. But so she made connection with him. That's why she was the one that was healed, because no one else made connection. They were there, but they made no connection. There's people that go to church every day and every, you know, every week, but they're making no connection. If you've got to receive from the Lord, you've got to make that connection. And I'll share this with you, too. i got a couple things here that the Lord impressed upon me this morning in my prayer time was that I was playing this song, I'm Not, I'm not Afraid. And, and all of a sudden, the Lord said to me, 
you know, brought back to my remembrance, you know, the scripture where he says, perfect love casts out all fear. And I said, that's true, Lord God. And I've quoted that many times. Perfect love cast out all fear. And then he said, well, in Romans 5, 5, it said that all, my, my, my love has been shut abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So if, if the Holy Spirit, you know, if the love has been shut abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit, according to Romans 5, 5, then perfect love cast out all fear. If the love of God has been shut abroad in your heart. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Isn't it awesome that when the Lord just speaks to you and tells you these things and you thought, well, I thought, you know, you know both of these verses, but I had never thought about making the connection. So this one that it helped me to know, because from now on, I'm going to say, Lord, I, and of course I say that anyway, I do not receive any fear. I refuse to fear. And now I can say, Lord, I thank you that your, fear, your love has cast out all fear, that your love has been shut up all in my heart by the Holy Spirit. So I, I refuse to fear, refuse to fear. Praise the Lord. That's a word from somebody out there listening. Just refuse. Just, I don't, I don't take that. I don't hear that. I don't receive that. It says that she kept saying, and notice that as she kept saying this, she was moving her way through the crowd to get to Jesus. And when she touched him, it says immediately her flow of blood was dried up at the source. Hallelujah. You know, in Job twenty-two twenty-eight, it says that you shall decree and declare a thing. It's one of my favorite on time, decree and declare, speak it and say it, that it shall be established for you and the light of God's favor shall shine upon your ways. Praise the Lord. That's what the woman with the blood issue was doing. She was declaring it as she moved forward. She didn't just stand back behind the crowd and decree and declare. A lot of people think, well, I decree and I declare, but they're not putting any action with it. The Bible says you need to put some action with your faith. That faith without action is no good. But she was putting actions with her faith by moving forward as she was speaking it. It's like when you want to do something, you're asking the Lord for something, start out in that direction, whatever direction that is, and just begin to move and just keep speaking it. And he will get you what it, what it, he gets you on the right path and he'll get you whatever it is you need. Praise the Lord. He also says in Job 15, 4 through 6, he says, Have you no fear of God? No reverence for him? And verse 6 says, your own mouth condemns you, not I. Your own lips testify against you. And that's what we were talking about earlier when he was talking about the words of the foolish becomes a rod that actually beats them up and defeats them. They're defeating their own self, but yet they're blaming God and other people for it. So many Christians think that God's holding out on them, but he's not. Your tongue, according to James 3, 4, is like a rudder on a ship or the bit in a horse's mouth. It will guide you. Your tongue will guide you. It is guiding you now. And it's been guiding you all along. It started guiding you from the moment that you learned how to say da-da and mama. <laughs> you know, he began guiding you. So it's up to you where it takes you. It's up to you where it takes you, okay? It's your choice. Think about that. P number three, praise. I can't emphasize that enough either. After you have prayed and asked God, begin to praise the Lord for the answer and keep on praising Him. You can praise your way out of anything. Keep on praising and keep on thinking. You can praise yourself into a healthy body. You can praise yourself into a prosperity or anything. You just keep on praising Him. Think of it as a sandwich. The Lord says, and I know I've used this before, but it's worth mentioning again for those that haven't heard it. 
think of your prayer request, your uh, petition, as a sandwich. The Lord said to come into his presence with thanksgiving. So anytime you go to pray to the Lord, don't start out just by asking him. Come into his presence and say, Lord, my Father God, I just thank you that I come into your presence today with prayers and thanksgiving, and I thank you for your presence in my life. I thank you for your rule and your reign in my life. I thank you that you are the creator. You're my creator, the creator of this universe. And just go on and on and on and just praise in the Holy Spirit, just praise in the Father. And then when you get through praising him, put your request in there. Make sure it lines up with God's word. And then when you put your request in there, put the other piece of bread on it and begin to praise him. And don't stop praising him until you have it. Does that make it simple? Praise God. Saints, you belong to God, and he's going to take care of you. God chose you. According to Ephesians 1, 3, and 4, he adopted you. You don't have to be afraid or anxious for anything, and I mean anything. In Ephesians 1 and verse 5 in the Message Bible says, Long, long ago, he decided to adopt you into his family through Jesus Christ. And it says, What pleasure he took in planning this. He says, You are not alone, brothers and sisters. And Ephesians 1 and 8 says that he thought of everything. The Bible says he thought of everything, provided for everything that we could possibly ever need. Ever, anything that we could ever need. Letting us in on the plans that he took such delight, he said in making. He set it all out before us in Christ. Praise his holy name. For what great nation is there that has a God so near to them as the Lord our God is to us? Hallelujah. There is none other. None other. There's only one God with a capital G. All other gods are little gods and idols. For great, for what great nation is there that is God so near to them as the Lord our God is to us. Praise the Lord. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. This has been Speak the Word, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We're glad you've joined us for today's message. Speak the Word is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear more from Speak the Word, visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. There, you can also learn more about Pastor Joe, purchase audio CDs or DVDs, and watch and listen to other radio messages from Pastor Joe. Again, just go to speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back with a closing word. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled The Weapons of a Warrior, A Soldier's Handbook for Spiritual Warfare. Do you want to win your spiritual battles against Satan's attacks? In this book, The Weapons of a Warrior, she teaches that when you're in a faith battle, you are there to invade, not retreat. Are you prepared to stand with God at all costs? Pastor Joe shares how God equips you with strength, wisdom and discernment through his spirit to stay strong not only in spiritual warfare but in daily living today we'd like to send you pastor joe's book the weapons of a warrior a soldier's handbook for spiritual warfare with your love gift to speak the word ministries of any amount we're suggesting a gift of twenty dollars or more write to us at speak the word ministries p.o box 9175 virginia beach virginia 23450 
or make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card at 855-505-2297. Pastor Joe and her team also welcomes your emails, and we'd be happy to pray for you. Our email address is speakthewordministry at cox.net. Now, here again is Pastor Joe. Father God, I thank you so much for this awesome, awesome word, Lord. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for being my advocate, that you're a paraclete, the one that just comes along beside of us and encourages us and it helps us. And I thank you today. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you came along beside of me, as you always do, that you always do, that you brought back to my mind and remembers things that I hadn't even thought of that weren't even in my notes. I thank you for your faithfulness, Father. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving me utterance. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for letting me be a vessel for you. I thank you for speaking through me what you wanted to be said. Thank you for all those that are here. I thank you, Father, for anointing their ears afresh this morning, their spiritual ears to hear and receive. I thank you, Father, that I believe that the word that was spoken here today was received with understanding, full understanding. So therefore, I decree and declare that the enemy cannot steal this word because you said if we can understand it, he cannot steal it. So I decree and declare that the word has been received and it is understood and it's theirs. It seeds, Lord. It seeds that went out into the lives of those that are listening online and those in here that seeds. And those seeds are going to take root, Lord. And as they meditate on the seeds that they heard, Lord, it's going to bring them a great harvest, a great harvest, one bigger than they could ever even imagine. Because, Father God, you said that you will give it to us far above anything that we could ever ask for, hope for, or ever imagine. So I thank you for the great harvest that they are going to reap from the words that they heard today. For it's in Jesus' name we give you all the praise and all the glory. Amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. And join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word